Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. I'm Jonathan Friedman alongside Craig James, Peer Advisory Board Chair of Vistage. Craig, how are you? Wonderful, Jonathan. How are you? Great. And our next guest up is Jim Ferreira, founder and CEO of Revenue Advisory Services. Welcome, Jim. How are you? Morning, Jonathan. Thanks for having me. Morning, Craig. Morning, Jim. Pleasure to have you on. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about Revenue Advisory Services and what it is that you do? Yeah, so the uh, I founded the firm after spending 30 years uh, in strategic selling and leading organizations from a sales perspective and wanted to make sure uh, at the next phase of the career to, to uh, help smaller businesses that may not be exposed to the rigor and discipline of strategic selling uh, to create a competitive advantage for their, for their business. And so what I provide is uh, three elements of our go-to-market strategy. The first is the strategy from a sales perspective, the process to undertake that strategy, and then appropriate processes for executing the sales strategy. And the, the goal here is to drive revenue at a faster pace than the founder or the current CEO uh, has been able to do and uh, utilize the sales channel as a strategic advantage for the business. That's uh, interesting. You've given us a whole mouthful to think about. So, um, you know, in thinking about smaller companies and smaller businesses, how often did you encounter that they really didn't have any strategy in place when it came time to sell? Yeah, it's interesting. A, a lot, uh, a lot of these businesses, the the founders are uh, have a lot of uh, desire, and they have a lot of expertise, but particularly in the operating side of the business. And they don't necessarily uh, have a lot of experience driving a sales organization. So these, these companies could be that the, sale, the leader of sales is actually the CEO slash founder and owner. But that person basically has many other hats that they need to wear in the organization and don't, does not have that time to dedicate to drive the sales channel. Uh, whether that's one, two, three people or eight or 10 people. And um, what, I, what I do is define what the business value is and making sure that the sales organization is able to articulate and differentiate that value from their competitors. And then one last thing, because of COVID and uh, I think, you know, a dynamic from a buyer perspective has changed. Sales organizations also need to have an effective virtual selling environment. And so that's uh, an area that we've focused on, particularly in the last year. That's interesting you bring it up. I was, I was going to ask, uh, obviously, in light of COVID and the pandemic and most things going on virtually, at least for a, uh, a consistent period of time, was it a big pivot for a lot of your clients to have to develop an online strategy and a means for contacting people and connecting and getting their products and services in front of people? Yeah, because he, here's the thing, they hadn't done it before. So it was de novo, but you know, because of COVID you had to change. And this is the thing, even organizations that wanted to become more efficient, what's enabled the, this pivot or transition is the fact that the adoption of Zoom meetings and virtual meetings because of necessity is here to stay. And so it wasn't necessarily 100% just that the, that the selling organization wanted to have a virtual sales 
channel because technology, for instance, has been doing that for, for many years. But it's the buyers in particular industries that have also now changed their buying behavior and their buyer journey because business had to, had to continue to move forward. And in, in order to do that effectively, they adopted the, the virtual selling environment uh, or the virtual buying environment. It sounds, uh, you know, as they say, necessity being the mother of invention, I think most industries and most companies have adopted out of need and uh, uh, certainly um, good timing for your business in terms of uh, guiding your clients, I'd imagine, through those pivots and, and making them aware of not only the technologies available, but how to present themselves. Um, so you're involved with um, Vistage. Uh, Craig, may you want to talk a little bit about uh, Jim's involvement and uh, how, how, how he brings things to the table for your Vistage group? Certainly, Jonathan. So most people who know of Vistage know of us as a CEO peer advisory group. Uh, but Jim, you're in a different group. Can you tell us a little bit about this group? Uh, you've been in it for about a year, our, our trusted advisors group. Yeah, so uh, the trusted advisor group of Vistage, of which, again, Craig's my chair and Craig's a, a tremendous leader and facilitator for our group. Our group is comprised of individuals such as myself, small entrepreneurial consultants that have unique backgrounds and disciplines, whether that's in financial services, selling in my, in my case, uh, CFO, fractional type CFO positions, M&A. So any, any discipline that would be required to support business and CEOs that are, are members of Craig's CEO groups what we are is a, an advisory panel that meets on a monthly basis. We basically help each other out and gain synergies in our business and our, our expertise working through one another and then being able to apply that, the synergies, our expertise and a collaborative environment uh, to businesses that are in need of, of services. And again, that could be M&A, sales, finance, cost management, et cetera. And so the TA group is, I like being in it because again, I'm exposed to areas of the business through other experts that make me better and hope, hopefully that uh, my contribution to the team helps others become better as well. I, I was going to say it must have a tremendous impact on your business because you see that lens through other disciplines, other aspects of the business that uh, brings probably a lot to what uh, services you provide to your clients in particular. And so yeah, it gives you yeah. a different perspective and, uh, and different viewpoints and probably value add for you as well. Yeah, it, it is. And, and it's not, it is the different perspective. It's the expertise, but it's also the experience where most of these members have worked in large complex organizations uh, outside of say my discipline and the insight that they provide on a monthly basis is quite valuable. Jim, would you describe this as a networking group primarily? Uh, there's certainly an element to it, but I wouldn't say that that's, I, I think it's a, um, a skill enhancement group and the ability to, again, elevate or elevate my knowledge or business knowledge. And I've been doing this for 30 years and uh, I have a finance and a legal background, but I love selling, but there's nothing like gaining insight from peers that have 
experience and expertise that I don't have. So this, again, to answer your question, Craig, Craig there, there certainly are elements of networking, but I'm, I'm a member for self-improvement. Fascinating. Uh, so to that point, uh, Jim, in terms of working uh, with other uh, within the group, are you finding that there's a sharing not only of uh, knowledge, but uh, in opportunities as well? Um, so to Craig's point, is there a networking element, but more beyond that, is there a sharing of clients that goes on within the group such that, um, you know, you're bringing a range of services that perhaps you with your toolbox can, you know, beyond what you bring to the table? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. So the answer is yes, most affirmatively. And it could be that several of us team up to provide a holistic solution for a business. Or it could also be that I may come across someone that requires say M&A services or CFO, CFO services. And I have a trusted partner to provide uh, a recommendation to someone that I would respect in, in the business community. Excellent. And do you find uh, there's dialogue between you and your other uh, four members uh, that goes beyond the monthly meetings? Uh, yes, every month. Um, there's always time that I would just pick up the phone and uh, call someone, whether it's Craig or one of the other TAs, just to gain their perspective on a, a business issue that I'm trying to resolve and uh, or uh, refer someone in to, to help a business owner uh, solve a particular challenge. So, so Craig, we have to deconstruct because it's a trusted advisor in so many different ways. You know, it's trusted advisors to their clients. It's trusted advisors to one another. It's trusted advisors as a group. <laughs> a lot yeah, of levels to it. Yeah, you're right. It, it's all the above. So the, the group acts as a support network for each other where they bring their respective uh, perspectives from their individual disciplines to help each other uh, run their businesses better. But uh, it is also uh, a forum in which we sort of bird dog for each other and keep an eye out for each other for opportunities to introduce either clients or other centers of influence uh, outside of the group. So it's, it's, it's all of the above. Excellent. Hey, uh, Jim, one of the things I want to touch on um, uh, with regards to your business is you talked about process, you talked about uh, process for executing. Is that one of the challenges in small businesses? The, the, the bandwidth to be able to execute and perhaps discipline. Uh, you get larger companies, you have people who have very specific roles, smaller companies, people tend to wear multiple hats. And sometimes that's difficult when, you know, there's only so much bandwidth. Yeah, so in, in a lot of instances, people wearing the multiple hats, that, that ultimately could prevent breakthrough performance because people could be in certain seats that's not ideal for their talent, skill set, and desire. And so what I, part of what I would do is, is, or what I do is make sure that to run the sales organization, we have the right people in the right seats and making sure that the individual tasks with leading the go-to-market strategy and being the, the frontline personnel for the organization are best suited to perform that role. And, Excellent. And, and so, so, so what can happen in smaller organizations, the person that was ideal in one role is now tasked with also being a sales associate because of their knowledge, say, of the business, but their personality or makeup and desire for what they want to achieve out of a working environment 
may not be suited for that role. And so Excellent. it's a whole dynamic of making sure that the proper people are sitting in the in the right seats. So, so it sounds like a good part of what you're doing is assess the, assessing uh, people in their roles as well uh, and, and their um, perhaps readiness for, for sales uh, customer facing functions. Correct, yes. Excellent. Jim, it's been wonderful. Jim Ferreira, founder and CEO of Revenue Advisory Services. If our listeners want to get in touch with you, find out more about your services and what it is that you provide, what's the best way for them to reach you? Yeah, Jonathan, people can reach me at uh, J Ferreira, that's F-E-R-R-E-I-R-A at salesacceleration.com. Uh, James Ferreira under LinkedIn or my cell is 617-480-3140. Excellent. It's been a pleasure having you on. And Craig James, as always, uh, if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? Find out a little bit more about Vistage. Yeah, I'm an old fashioned guy. So I'm going to start with the phone number, which is 781-269-5690. Also on LinkedIn, it's Craig James. And my email is my first name dot last name, Craig.James at Vistage Chair. So it's Vistage share.com. Excellent. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure having you on Radio Entrepreneurs. Wish you continued success and uh, thank you very much for, for appearing. Jonathan, thanks for having us. Thanks Great. for having us, Jonathan. And we'll be right back with another story on Radio Entrepreneurs. <laughs>